0: The Words with Chris and Drew podcast is part of Podnose, the UK's leading independent entertainment podcasting network. For episode archives of Words with Chris and Drew and all of the shows on the network, visit us at www.podnose.com. You can also follow us on Twitter by at podnose or send us an email by admin at
1: podnose.com. We've kept you waiting long enough. Ain't that a fact? Music.
0: That's what we're going to talk about today, isn't it? It Yeah. Isn't it? It is. Quite a lot like we did on Thursday,
1: <laughs> just gone. Oh, listeners, we had an absolute nightmare. You can't understand how distraught we were. Recorded the whole podcast. It was great, I'd like to say or think. Yep. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, funny that the episode being science, uh, science kind of let us down. Science failed us.
0: Yeah. It so. really, really did.
1: So, we're going to have another stab at it today yes. with the same questions. Um, yes. Also, Drusop's Fable again for the second time. <laughs> Andrew has to tell it. Lucky me. And the feature, uh, this or that. Oh, uh,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Forgot about, I forgot about this or that.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, we do that again.
0: Even more fun the second time round, <laughs> yeah, were not it? Yeah. <laughs> People who made MTSR, the app which failed us. <laughs> yeah, that app is
1: now dead and I'm using a different format. Yes.
0: Um, so yeah, uh, so we ought to we ought to do do the update. Yeah, how how what a
1: what a week or so we've had. Yeah, hey? we did a gig in Glasgow, which is what delayed us for the first week, yep. um, putting the podcast up because Jason was meant to join us, um, but he uh, informed us before as we picked him up to leave for the gig that he had, uh, well, basically Kelsey and Savannah had been ill, and that he could potentially get it, but. Yep. And he lasted... All of about three hours, I think. About, yeah, three hours. And then we stopped off and had some dinner in Ed's diner. Oh,
0: yeah, he excelled himself there, didn't he?
1: Yeah, go on, yeah. What did you tell him what he had.
0: Well, yeah. his uh, Jason's usual MO, whenever we do a gig, is usually that we'll stop somewhere to get some food. He will buy two huge Scotch eggs and a pack of sausage rolls, <laughs> Yeah. guzzle the lot, and then complain for the rest of the day that his guts hurt. Yeah. And so, uh, he... So... But he properly excelled himself this time because upon warning us that he was very likely to get sick, he decided at dinner time that the best way to settle his stomach was to get a huge cheese and bacon burger, uh, chips with gravy, a side of onion rings, and uh, and what appeared to be just under a pint's worth of a scotch milkshake, mm. which he uh, polished off quite happily. Oh yeah. And uh, guess what happened next? <laughs> Yeah, about half an hour into the trip,
1: uh, after leaving Ed's diner, that milkshake uh, reappeared. Ended up, <laughs> yeah, reappeared on the side of the road. Mm. So on the side uh, of the yeah, basically no podcasting was going to happen over that weekend because uh, there was a lot of vomit. It Wasn't very well. Yeah, and then obviously we've delayed you again another week because of uh, science letting us down. So uh, now let's talk about shitty old science. Yeah. Shall we? Yeah. Um, yeah. All In the right. words of Magnus
0: Pike. Yes. Science. <laughs>
1: Mm. All right, Julian Bennett, first hey, question. Hey, Julian Bennett. All right, um, considering that evolution hinges on the Big Bang, which is an unproven theory, and our existence as humans is explained by said evolution, with a huge gap, the missing link, how much faith do you place in evolution?
0: Ah, well, that's a doozy,
1: isn't it? Yeah, Julian likes to start us off with a a, ch- a humdinger. Yeah. Well,
0: there's a, there's a few things we need to talk about there, I think. Um firstly I would say that I don't know what Julian's sort of thoughts on all this are, so I may have to make a few assumptions here. Yeah. And they could well be wrong, so I apologise for that. And I will try and tread lightly where applicable. Um Fair play. so the first thing I would say is that I don't think evolution actually hinges on the Big Bang. Okay. I think that line of thought generally comes from a theistic perspective of the universe, which is that, you know, if you don't believe humans were created by a deity, uh, then it also stands to reason that you don't believe that the universe was created by a deity, and therefore one sort of hinges on the other. Yeah. That that sort of thing. I've no idea whether that's what Julian believes or not. But um, I don't think one necessarily follows from the other. Um, Also, I think we ought to talk a little bit about... um, the word theory here. It gets, it's it's quite it's a term which is quite easy to misapply if you're not careful, you know? Yeah. And in this context, it doesn't sort of just mean a random guess. You know? Yeah. When you come up with a theory or when you sort of state something as a theory, you have to kind of also state why this thing seems to make sense. You mm-hmm. know so in this case, you know, the Big Bang you could say, well, there's a certain level of cosmic background radiation and an observable redshift effect between uh, celestial bodies which are further away than others yeah that's that sort of thing so that kind of tends to support that's those are things which tend to support the idea of the Big Bang you yeah know um, when you say something is just a theory I mean it doesn't really mean that oh well you don't know for certain because in science you don't know anything for certain the whole point really of the way science is applied is that you only sort of accept something as plausible until you can falsify it.
1: Okay, and that's yeah. really
0: the basis of what scientific investigation is about a lot of the time. You, yeah. know, you know? Here's our theory. Okay, well let's try and falsify it. Can we prove yeah. that it's wrong? I mean, does the evidence that they've presented actually support the conclusion and, and all that sort of stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. It's and you know, if you if you if you apply that consistently, the idea that only things things which are only or only inverted commas theories uh, should be treated with a fair degree of scepticism you end up losing a lot of other things like germ theory and gravity theory and, and all the rest of it you know Yeah. so um, so where
1: do you on, when he says um, how much faith do you place in evolution do you think it's a, a case of
0: faith or no um, I personally I think it's very much it's not really a case of faith at all I think it's very much a matter of accepting what the evidence seems to point to, which in, yeah. in this case I think, you know, is 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 evolution. There's a lot and more
1: evidence that you could you, that we can physically
0: see, and you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Than and, there is for you know. And you know, on on the subject of missing links, I mean, there are. I mean, that that expression in itself is a bit misleading. I think mm. um, there are at least twelve transitional forms in between um, the latest. Common ancestor between chimps and humans, and humans, you know. So you've got stuff like Australopithecus and Homo erectus and all that sort of stuff, you know. So, you know, the idea that there is one missing link to tie it all together is not, doesn't really hold up as an idea, I don't think. No, fair enough. So, um yeah, there you go. That's my thoughts on all that sort of stuff. A bit muddled, but. No. When are they ever not muddled? I think that was a pretty good answer.
1: Um, Oh yeah, apologies if I sound a bit husky, but I've had a sore throat for like two weeks solid. So. That's that's... Yeah. Um, Moving on. Um, Thank you for that, Julian. Um, Scott Willis. Hey, Scott Willis. Science tells us that if you drop a frog in boiling water, it'll get annoyed and try to get out. But slowly bring to the boil, it will happily hang about to become an inter- interesting take on a French soup. Um, how, did, how the hell did they discover this? Science has given us so many great things, but do you ever think, hold on, these nutters are just fucking about now. And um, Adam McJarrett also uh, had a, <laughs> wanted to add to that that science, scientists have proved that using thermal cameras can actually detect a fart. So he sees where
0: Scott's coming from. I like like the fact they said the frog will get annoyed. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's really quite specific. uh, Yeah, yeah. It's not like the frog will get pissed off. No, he's like, oh, he's he's disgruntled. Or disgruntled. (laughs) Yeah. Inconvenience. No, it'll just get annoyed. Yeah, it'll get annoyed. Yeah. Well, I would too, quite frankly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Naturally. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting thought, actually. I think yeah. it's. I think it may, I don't know whether they sort of set out to deliberately to discover that or not, or
1: if that's just, or whether it's something. By accident.
0: Yeah, because you, you get. I, I. gather that with with scientific investigations, you get that sometimes. You know, you, yeah. you you accidentally produce an effect without even meaning to, yeah. Which opens up a whole new line of inquiry. That's like true. for instance, a, a few years ago, they found that you know the. the I mean, stem cells is quite a controversial topic. Yeah. In, it's a very heavily politicised area of, of science. Um, but they found apparently some researchers found a few years ago, completely by accident, that uh, if you add a certain concentration of acid to red blood cells or something like that, that the, the red, red blood cells instantly start producing stem cells. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, which uh, takes out the whole, you, know, you don't have to create embryos and then destroy them which sidesteps right. a lot of the ethical considerations. It's a little bit sort of off-topic from frogs and whatnot. But the point <laughs> yeah. is they, they, they discovered that completely by accident. Yeah. yeah, They weren't even looking into that. And now that's a whole new field of inquiry. So I suspect the whole... yeah you know, I, I could be wrong. There could be some really petty-minded sadist in a white coat somewhere that goes around boiling frogs for fun. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know what the details are. But uh, I'd like to imagine that that's something that they kind of happened upon completely by chance. And, and as for the farts thing, <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, I think that just kind of, I think they probably would have guessed that anyway, you know, yeah. you know because I imagine flatulence produces a certain amount of heat.
1: Yeah, there was pro- they were probably doing some experiments with thermal, um, you know, thermal cameras, and uh, one of the guys staring into the monitor was probably like, did you just fart? Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah. Just, saw a, just saw a little thing there, but like, no, no. No, no, it wasn't me. It wasn't me, mate. I know it was you. Well, yeah, but <laughs> we can see it was you, you're a liar.
0: Yeah, um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know if they fuck around. They might, as you said, but scientists. <laughs> oh, I'd like to imagine they have a sense of humour. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You know, but I think I think the thing with scientists is, I mean, I don't think it's like they kind of make this stuff up because they're bored. I mean, the I do know a couple of sciencey people. Yeah, uh, one of whom is, is is a relative of mine, mm-hmm. and he's one of the busiest people I know. Yeah, Boiling frogs and. Well, no, not no, <laughs> I don't think he's got time. Quite frankly, because right. he's 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 into biochemistry, I believe. Okay. And um, he does research, but I think he also sort of does a, a bit of teaching as well at whatever university he's at. Yeah. Which means he basically it means that he has a workload which is enough to kind of keep him tired and irritable pretty much the entire year. <laughs> yeah. Sounds great. I mean, I think if if he could find the spare five minutes to boil a frog, I think
1: he'd take it. Really. <laughs> All right, fair enough. All right, cheers for that, Scott and Adam. Um, Carl Smith. Hey, Carl. If uh, if Darwin's theory is still a theory, why is it why is it taught in schools as a truth? Also, what other theories are considered truth without absolute evidence? Uh, Matt Raven also said on this topic, you know, germ theory and gravitational theory. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think we
0: we talked a little bit about theories a minute ago. We did. We? So, you know, I I'd, I'd sort of just reiterate what we said there, really. That you know, theory doesn't mean well. We it, it might not be this. It means there is good reason to suspect that this might be the case. Here's why. Yeah. You know? And evolution is, is is something which you could uh, quite easily falsify if you, mm. if if the evidence presented itself. Yeah. you know um, because I think a lot of the thing one of the um, uh, evolution deniers like to bring up mm. is like, oh well it's not a scientific theory because you can't falsify it there's no criteria on which you could falsify it yeah. to which uh, a lot of people say well yes you can if you found uh, mm. for instance if you found a fossil um, in some geological strata somewhere uh, which had absolutely no business being there for any reason any discernible reason and didn't fit in with the rest of the fossil record chronologically yeah that would seem to suggest that evolution as a theory doesn't hold up I mean that's just that's just one example yeah you know or rabbits in the Precambrian, as the (coughs) as that argument goes it
1: is interesting though that you know I don't know about your primary schools or secondary school or whatever but we always used to be in assembly you know at the end we'd do a prayer yeah and things like that yeah so you know there's religion is kind of Imposed upon you. Yeah. I th- I think Whereas it's... then you go into science and they'll teach you about evolution. It's sort of contradictory in itself. Yeah. It's well, I, mean,
0: I don't think I don't think Christianity and evolution are mutually exclusive though. Yeah. You because know, I mean, I think I think it, I don't think it was the current pope. It might have been Pope uh, Ratzinger, the previous guy, or right. John Paul, the guy before that. But one of them, I certainly recall, even said, "Yeah, evolution's probably true." Yeah, you know it's it's the I must the, have
1: pissed a lot of. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of
0: hardliners weren't happy about it, but you know, it's the same with with the Church of England. The Church of England basically say, yeah, evolution, it actually seems fairly fairly solid as an idea. I, th- I think it's because like school. I don't know if it's still the case nowadays, um, but um, I think certainly when we were at school, I think it was a legal requirement that there was mandatory uh, religious uh, observances. Yeah. in school as part of the school but day. But that's
1: what I don't that's what I just don't get because you have religious studies as
0: a lesson in schools. Yeah. So
1: could it, is that not enough for like, well, you know well, what I mean, I mean like...
0: religious studies is I mean ostensibly with the <coughs> studies you're sort of uh examining it objectively. Yeah. Whereas collective worship and a mandatory collective worship mm-hmm. isn't examining it um objectively. Yeah. You know. And that was you yeah, know that was back when um the Church of England I guess Imagine that they had a monopoly on the spiritual life of the Briton. <laughs> um, yeah. But clearly they don't. No. <laughs> I'm not even sure they did then either. So no, no fair enough.
1: All right. Um, Cole also had another question, which was... Um, Ooh, good.
0: Mixology, science or art? Yeah. Well, why don't, if George were here, I'd say, George, what do you think <laughs> Yeah, this?
1: after the cock-off.
0: Yeah. Well, Technically, it's a bit of both, I'd why, say. Why can't it be both?
1: Yeah. That'd uh, be good, wouldn't it? You're sort of mixing, uh, you know, it's sort of chemistry in a sense, Precisely. mixing different um, chemicals or, yep. and whatnot, and, but also an art, yeah. you
0: know, you can make a very pretty cocktail. Yeah, you can, you can. Aesthetically well, pleasing. I, mean, I think any of these things, arts, art and science, they, they can intersect, can't they?
1: You I, know, I, I think I,
0: music, I, for instance. Yeah, a spider's web. Yeah, is,
1: would, is, I'd that, say. is that art? Well, I'd say it's science. It's science and nature, but is it and then, art? But then, but, but like you said, why can't it be? If you look at a spider web, it's well, is art
0: exclusively the province of human beings?
1: Ah uh, well, there's another. We've already we've had a, to- a, a, a chat about art before and what is art and what isn't art. Yeah, that's a whole nother. topic. Um, my
0: recollection is that we quite predictably didn't get very far. <laughs> no, fancy that, eh? No. Um, all right, cheers for those, Carl. Well done, Carl.
1: Um, <coughs> Matt Raven. Hey Matt Raven. Okay, when Monsanto made 13.5 billion in sales, and the organic industry is ticking over at 50 billion Uh, um, in the U.S. alone in 2015, that was um, how in the name of Zeus's butthole are Monsanto (laughs) still being portrayed as the big financial bully, while organic is seen as the plucky underdog fighting evil science food. I like. I think
0: what how in the name of Zeus's butthole is going to be one of my favorite (laughs) exclamations for. Yeah,
1: that's Quite get some time after I like that. I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Well done, man. Does Zeus... Did Zeus have a butthole? <laughs> well, there's another as question. As a god, do you have any need of one? <laughs> Who knows? I suppose if
0: you are a god, you could have one if you wanted, couldn't you?
1: I imagine Zeus's arsehole would be enormous as well. Well,
0: yeah, it depends, <laughs> depends how he would choose to physically manifest himself. All right. Well, um, yeah, Sorry anyway. Enough about buttholes. Enough about theology and buttholes. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's next week's topic. <laughs> yeah. Um... Yes, well it's a good, it's, it's a fair point actually, I think, because um, for those of you who, who may not be aware, Monsanto is, uh, they, they, they're a company, a very large company, um, that produces things like pesticides and um, I believe they hold patents on genetic modification techniques for crops and, and whatnot, you know, which uh, is quite a, a contentious subject. basically and what Matt is driving at here is that um, companies like Monsanto get an accusation they get thrown at them fairly frequently is that um, they're entirely profit motivated you know much like any other private company yeah Um, and people who speak up about genetic GMO food um, they tend to get accused of being shills, you know, paid shills for those big, uh, big bad multinationals like Monsanto. And yeah, yeah, and and, and you know, but this ignores the fact that uh, the organic industry in America is actually quite big as well. Now, as, yeah. as he pointed out in yeah. his question, you know, that's <coughs> one, one crucial point to make is that Monsanto. Um, does not represent the whole of that industry no in terms of GMOs and all the rest of it they're certainly the most I'd say they're probably certainly the most visible publicly nowadays yeah um um, so I don't know what the total of that industry is but I think the point he's making here is that if you're um mark if you're gonna uh, make arguments about you know ethical business practices and public information and all the rest of it you have to apply that standard consistently yeah you, know, you can't it's it's not particularly productive to say well monsanto did this they patented that and they can't patent that because that's immoral and that's unethical and anyway they make so much money and all the rest of it you know, fine you know let's let's have that conversation but you know let's also look at the other side of it as well
1: the organic side
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and you know, my my personal view of this, and I'm sure someone somewhere here in this will say, oh, I paid shill for Santa <laughs> or something, but fuck it. Um, my personal view is that I think, and I think Matt shares this view as well, is that there's actually very little reason to suppose that eating only organic food is actually much better for your health than eating non uh, yeah. purely organic food. It's, it's just a way of gouging prices, basically.
1: Yeah, would you say there's benefits to... Um you know, genetically modified...
0: Well, in in the sense that, you know, you can produce more crops because, you know, they'll be blight-resistant, for one thing, or that's one thing that you can do with these various techniques. Um, You know, um, you can produce more, more efficiently, for less money. Yeah. Which I think, given that, you know, food shortages in certain parts of the world is still a problem in 2017, unfortunately... I don't think you can throw it away. To be honest, no. I think it would be very remiss of the entire human race to say, "Nah, fuck it, we're going to go organic or nothing." Yeah. Yeah. I think it's because people have this sort of romantic idea that big companies are inherently, or which is probably true. I mean, there's always a, there is a problem, I guess, of accountability. Yeah, with these sorts of these sorts of companies and, you know, ethics and all the rest of it. Um, but, you know, what I'm sort of more concerned with is are the actual is the actual produce itself that inherently dangerous if it is fine show us you've got to show us why yeah yeah you know? <laughs> no, fair you enough you can't just say oh it's dangerous it's organic it's better for you etc 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 you know
1: yeah
0: um so yeah there you go I mean to boil it down to put it in really 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 simple terms you can either have the cutting edge of agricultural science or you can have stuff that had a load of shit thrown over it okay. and pay more for it. Alright, fair enough. If that's what, you know, Because if you want organic, that's basically what you're
1: getting. Okay, alright. Well, cheers for that, Matt. Um, Adam McJarrett. <clears throat> hey, Adam McJarrett. <clears throat> he said, um, System of Down, Down, um, in their song Science, mm. um, said, Science has failed the world. Do you deem this to be true? Well it certainly failed us fucked us up Last week. week didn't it Eh? Yeah God so, dear oh dear I, I agree with Mr, Mr. Serge Tankian I agree with his point From last week But I did, I did actually Want to say something on this which is Did you Again Saying that science Has failed the world I think is a, a little bit Unfair Because yeah. again Science is Again it just sort of It's a tool That we use And we can choose Whether to mm. use it For good or bad It's, it's, it's within
0: our power yeah. It's not science's fault. I think that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's, mean, just, a, it's s-
1: just a set of, like, you know, Science has rules. failed,
0: says he on his mobile device. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, I mean, I think people tend to have this idea that science or is is this sort of monolithic entity. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Where the truth is that within, it's not. It's lots and lots and lots and lots of little islands which, you know, are interconnected. Hmm. Um, but, you know, there are disagreements within science. It's not like... I mean, I think a lot of people who tend to have a, a slightly anti-science sort of uh, inclination um, tend to imagine that science is actually more of a dogma than anything like that. And mm. it, it's not. It's it, if If everyone within it, you know, people who actually are active in science and all the rest of it, all kind of were in lockstep and all believed exactly the same things and never disagreed about anything at all. They might have something approaching a point on that score, but they, they they don't really.
1: Yeah, one thing I thought was interesting, um, but, but I can't yeah. remember who said it. But it was <clears throat> again the argument between religion and uh, science and things like that. And it was they said if you were to wipe out all the records of all the religious texts from history and all of the science books. And then you started again. All of the science books would be back. Yes, but all of the religious texts potentially would change. Yeah, yeah. This is this is this is is the point I'm making. It's not science's fault. The 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 rules don't change. Like we just discover new ones, basically. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's fundamentally it's a method of inquiry. It's not uh, it's not a prescribed belief system, which is what some people. Try and try and put it as, but going back to Serge Tankian, because yeah. really this is all about him. Mm. Um, he didn't, re- he failed to specify what he believed would be conditions for success or failure of science. So yes. already he looks like an idiot. <coughs> basically, it's like Serge, what's going on, man? What What do you mean? Could you elaborate a little bit, please? Mm. We can't have a sensible conversation if you're not going to unpack this a little bit. Well, we'll have to we can't, get do, on. we can't do all
1: the heavy lifting for you. No, we need to get him on as a guest, I think. We'll get Surge next week, so what are you playing at? <laughs> yeah, explain yourself. Can you uh, explain this bullshit, please? <laughs> yeah. All right, cheers for that, Adam. Well done, Adam. Um, Darren Packham. Hello, Darren Packham. Someone has suggested a monument be built on Miami Beach at sea level with the names of all the senators and congressmen that deny global warming inscribed into said monument at every inch. As the water level rises, their names will slowly be submerged, proving their ridiculous notion that climate change is a myth to be thoroughly wrong. Can you think of any other ironic-slash-amusing experiments that would prove
0: science deniers wrong? Hmm. That's a very good idea. Yeah, I like That's, that. a, that's a very good suggestion, I think. But... But damnable misery of it is that it wouldn't change their minds no. even if the entire monument were completely submerged they'd be like well there's still snow at the north pole how do you explain that Clearly <laughs> that's 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 the level of arguments you get from the climate change deniers i mean there's one occasion i believe in the american congress someone brought in a snowball <laughs> like it's snowing outside yeah that proves i'm right it's like you 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 Clearly, don't have the faintest idea about what the theory actually says in this case. No, you know you are not qualified to be <laughs> yeah. talking about this. But yeah, yeah now that, that's that's another thing altogether, I guess. Um, yeah, um, I suppose another ironic thing we do. I mean, what's what's uh, well, flat earthers—they're quite fun. Oh aren't yes, they?
1: yeah. My old uh, religious studies teacher was a uh, one of the flat earthers. Good grief! Yeah, I know. Are you sure they weren't just swinging you along? No, genuinely good grief yeah well you know their argument was when you look out when you look across the horizon what do you see do you see um, the curvature of the earth or do you see flat and it's like well yeah that's because you can't see far enough yeah with your human
0: eyes yes yes the point is it doesn't I mean if the if the earth were a lot smaller that argument might have some weight to it (laughs) yeah um, but uh, it's bloody massive yes so, and you can actually see the curvature if I'm not mistaken I think from a things, certain distance up yes there you go Yes. well I mean, James like,
1: May famously went up into went up to a certain height and uh, obviously
0: yes it, it, it's on film yes you can see the curvature of the I earth. think even from like the Burj Khalifa you know the really tall building in Dubai okay yeah um, and I say really tall building I think it is the tallest building in right. the world it tallest human-made structure in the entire world, right. if I if I'm, unless I'm mistaken, I believe even from there you can actually see it.
1: So we could fi- we could try and think of some sort of uh, ironic way of proving flat earth is wrong. Mm, what would be particularly ironic? Um, I don't know. Uh, it's a tricky one. but What you could do
0: is you could <laughs> get a very large piece of string. Go on. And basically just take hold. Pin it. Pin one end to the floor, mm-hmm. and then just sort of walk. Right. Just walk and walk and walk and walk until you eventually come back round and just. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, uh, but like, obviously that would take a lot of time and money. Yep. To to kind of do that because walking that far. And you need a bloody long piece of string as well. Yes. Exactly. So it would require it would require funding. So what you could do is you do it with loads of pieces of string as well. Just just to kind of hammer home the point, really. Yeah. Um, and you could uh, fund the expedition through charitable donations in the names of prominent flat earthers. <laughs> yeah, Is okay. it, there's, there's that uh, rap person uh, who recently kind of went on a bit of a flat earth Twitter rampage. Okay. I can't remember who it was, but uh, apparently deadly serious. Yeah, I actually saw a flat earth uh, sticker on a lamppost. Yeah, uh, in Bromley the other day, you know. Yeah, yeah, they do. They are still around. Yes, yeah, the greatest lie ever told. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, But you know, I've never been up there. What do I know?
1: Yeah, that's the, that's the argument that they. Uh, it could be. Uh, Have you ever been up there?
0: I mean, for all I know, it could be.
1: Um, James, you think James May's a liar? I hope not. <laughs> that <laughs> yeah, would, I know. that would that would basically ruin my life. Yeah, I know. Me too.
0: Yeah, but you know, there's um, you know, what if you know. How do you know, Terry Pratchett didn't have the right idea. <laughs> oh, the Discworld.
1: The Discworld. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. You never know. Um, Alright, cheers for that, Darren. Well done, Darren. Rab McLennan. <laughs> Feeling hungry? <laughs> <laughs> if I wasn't before, I will be after yeah, done you will with do. this, so um, He yeah. says, at some point in the far future, do you think scientists will be able to create a machine that materialises food with just a click of a button like they do in Star Trek?
0: I'm sure that's a very appealing idea to you, Reb. <laughs> well, and to yeah, me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I don't know. That would solve world hunger. Well, here's the <laughs> thing. Here's the thing with with Star Trek. As I recall, I think the replicators needed some raw material to work with. You couldn't just um, yeah. It didn't just magic stuff out of thin air. I think it needed sort of stuff to reconstitute into food. As I recall, okay. it was probably it was probably dilithium crystals. It was always fucking Dalekian <laughs> crystals in Star Trek. It was like, oh, oh we've run out. What, again? <laughs> yep, yeah. better go and get some more. Oh, fuck it, hell. Yeah. Or uh, the, the Romulans have nicked them. A bunch of <laughs> oh, yeah, bastards.
1: The Klingons. They're yeah. up to no
0: good again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. And, and, and all the rest of it, you know. Um, but as I recall, you know, in, in, um, in Star Trek characters occasionally complain that replicated food didn't taste quite as nice as the real thing
1: mm. well yeah I suppose that uh, like if we could if we could make the machine
0: that does make it you know yeah accurate I, but, but then again you know maybe maybe you'd have a similar problem then as people tend to now when they're choosing their entertainment of the evening because this is the thing yeah, like, if, if, if you've got Spotify Netflix YouTube and all the rest of it oh yeah literally every thing Every film,
1: Anything every, every to song,
0: or listen to—it's at your fingertips, yeah. more or less, you know. And I—I I imagine this is probably the case for a lot of people, but I often find open up Spotify. What do I want to listen to? Yeah, absolutely no bloody idea, because <laughs> yeah. you know you've got more or less the entire recorded history of music from about 1950 onwards. Yeah, you know, and it, that's a real. So you think we'd problem. have the same problem with food? Well, that's it. What do you, you, you fancy for dinner? You can have anything yeah, you want. Yeah, you could literally yeah. have anything. You would have deep fried calamari. <laughs> yeah. You could have <clears throat> mushroom risotto. Yeah. You could have boiled beef and carrots. Yeah. Uh, you could have duck. Duck? Oh, I'd
1: definitely. But the big... machine would say, no, order a real okay. accompaniment. With why, roast. Why, why would it say that? Because we all know duck does not go in a roast. Why not? Because that's wrong. I've had roast duck before. Oh, well, well, I know. It's lovely. Yeah. What's your, what's your beef with the duck? Well um, beef. Exactly. That's my that's my <laughs>
0: that's my beef. That was a pretty poor pun. But yeah, yeah, you're so punny. Not that you're fussy about these sorts of things. No, not at all. But um Um I mean it'd be nice, wouldn't it? It'd be lovely. Good. Let's hope let's just hope it happens,
1: right? Let's hope it happens. For all of our sake. So.
0: Let's hope let's make in the meantime let's um let's shore up the supply of diothium crystals. <laughs> yeah. Because absolutely. otherwise, you know,
1: <clears throat> oh, sorry. Yeah, um, well, I think it's we're about halfway. I think it's time for the feature. Ooh, good. So let's have some uh, this or that music. Okay, this uh, feature. I don't know how <laughs> how scientific it is, but we might learn a thing or two about yeah. about
0: you. It's a good thing that we definitely didn't attempt this on Thursday. <laughs> yeah, because this definitely won't fuck up the results. You,
1: you might get, you might say different answers this time, though. <laughs> you never know. It's supposed to catch you out so the right. So, for people that don't know, basically you get two options, mm. um, which I'll say very quickly, and you have to clear your mind and just say the first thing that you that you that comes to your mind without thinking, basically. Yeah. So it's designed to catch you out, um, really. So um, we'll see how this goes. Yeah. You ready? Fuck it,
0: fuck it. Why right, it clear, not?
1: clear your mind. Clear your mind, sir.
0: That's, that's one of those best I can,
1: You know. Yeah, yeah. All kinds of shit going on in there. Oh yeah, rattling around. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, you clear?
0: You clear as I'm getting. So.
1: Oh, All yeah. right. Here we go we then. then. I'll do. Let's go for it. I'll do a countdown and then I'll start. So, five, four, three, two, one. Roller skates or roller blades? Uh, roller skates. Music what? photography. Uh, music. Duct tape, uh, scotch tape. Duct tape. Teddy bear's doll. Teddy bear. Mystery, understanding. Uh, understanding. Diet, exercise. Exercise. Overly cocky, overly insecure. Overly cocky. Baby powder, baby oil. Uh, baby powder. Caribbean cruise, arctic cruise. Arctic cruise. Cuddling, holding hands. Travelling. Dentist visit, doctor's visit. Doctors. Board games, video games. Board games, every day. Ugh, loser. Volleyball, frisbee. Uh, frisbee. Bottle or Can. Uh, bottle. Dice, dominoes? Dominoes. Fix yourself or pay someone else to do it? Pay some other fucker to do it. <laughs> Drive or fly? Uh, fly. Jason or Chris? Uh, Jason. Ah! Oh! Shower or bath? Uh, um, shower. Zoo, aquarium? Aquarium. Book, movie? Uh, book. Carpet, tile? Tile. Beans or gravy? Gravy. <laughs> okay, um, straight away you're going to say you picked Jason over me. What the hell?
0: Well, you know, clear your mind. All right. You know, I mean, what was what, what was this meant to? What was this meant to? I don't know. What's right. the, what What is the fact? What does that mean to signify? <laughs> is it mean? Is it meant to signify that I like him better? I think. Well, possibly. Yeah. Well, this, is, this is your experiment. You've got to tell me. All right. Well, I've, I have. Uh, my results Freud over there. <laughs> my
1: results tell me that you uh, have the frame of a dying tree. How about that? Fucking hell. Do you want to pick holes in my features, it's it about you come how, up. With that. How
0: did you, you reach that conclusion Oh, that? well,
1: I mean, it, the, the evidence is uh, undeniable. I mean, you, it, you preferred um, an Arctic cruise to a Caribbean cruise.
0: I see. Is it in peer review at the moment, this this theorem of yours? Uh, well, I don't know what that is. You don't know what it is? What did you just say? Peer review.
1: What's that? Peer oh, is review. everyone else, all the other scientists checking it yeah, out? Yeah, that's where you, you turn this into. Yeah, a they've theory. all agreed. Yeah. Oh, have they? Yeah, The hell, dying, that was quick. Give a dying tree mm. frame. So
0: uh, <laughs> yeah. So let's go through it then.
1: Oh, you want to go through it? All right. Mm. Well, there was uh, roller skates and
0: roller blades. You picked roller blades. Uh, ah. Yeah. Well, I, I tell you, did I tell you about the time I went roller uh, no, roller disco. No. Yeah. Well, I could have sworn I might have done recently, but <laughs> fuck it. Let's go over it again, eh? Yeah. Go on. It's yeah, What the fuck? Definitely, <laughs> definitely won't be boring hearing it again. Like you went roller d- disco. Yeah. Uh, well, I need to, I yeah. need to hear this. Oh, it's a cracking tale. Um, it uh, it was about ten years ago at this point, well nearly coming up for ten years, I suppose. Right. Um, and there's there's actually a roller disco place in Vauxhall. Okay. I don't know if it's still there or if it got shut down since then. But, I didn't know it was
1: still a thing, to be honest.
0: Roller disco? Well, you know, roll, roller roller ball is a thing currently. Okay. You know, that's like it's a bit like, from what I can gather, it's a bit like rugby but on roller skates. That right, sounds dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Well, they apparently they call the matches bouts, I gather. All right. And for good reason, I suppose. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. So it was it was Gemma's birthday about uh, nine or ten years ago, I guess. And uh, she's so like, yeah, let's go, let's go roller disco. This will be fun. And it's basically, I guess you can pretty much figure out what the premise. Dancing is. on sk- roller skates. Yeah, it, it's a disco, but like everyone's got roller skates on. Yeah. Basically. I mean. And like de- decent skates, not those sort of. Velcro Fisher Price yellow and orange and blue monstrosities that everyone had when they were four.
1: Yeah, I know the ones with the yellow yeah. strap and yeah, blue yeah, wheels yeah, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. I mean,
0: to be fair, that was uh, when we got to the roller disco. My only previous experience was on those Fisher Price <laughs> monstrosities, <laughs> and then know. all of a
1: sudden, you've got to dance. And all of a sudden, you've got to try and look cool. And how did that turn
0: out? Well, how do you how do you expect? I it? imagine you landed on your ass, yeah, a fair few times, but uh. <laughs> one interesting thing about it, though, is obviously there's there's a bar there, yeah. but they've they've deliberately priced the drinks astronomically high, oh, like okay. six quid for a bottle of beer. You yeah, know? And it makes a certain amount of sense because you you don't want a lot of very tanked up people no. running around on roller skates. No,
1: think absolutely. Of, think not. of the carnage. Yeah, there'd be could, some serious injuries. Instigate. Yeah,
0: absolute chaos could ensue. So I was sort of front. There's obviously there's a there's a big sort of track out there for for people who know what they're doing yeah you know and they can go and trample around happily and go as fast as they like and then there's the beginner area oh, okay yeah, you know, which is kind of where I was uh, stationed yeah, I can imagine for the that. rest of the evening so I was sort of I mean just even getting onto the bloody beginner thing was a challenge in itself it was like getting from the bar to the beginner thing without going arse over tip was <laughs> probably my crowning achievement of the yeah. entire evening to be no, honest well, with you. oh god yeah 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 so I was sort of rolling around in my crash helmet and the pads and all the rest of it, trying desperately to look cool. <coughs> and uh the inevitable happened and one of my legs went and I went splat. You know, oh, flat on the back. What a sight. But I was kind of thinking, if I I could maybe style this out, if I if I try and get up really quickly and sort of do a little twirl as I do it. <laughs> yeah. People will think, Oh, that guy's so cool. Yeah. He yeah. Did a, he looked like he fell down, but he actually didn't move. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Let's go and hang out with him. <laughs> it, it, it didn't quite work out like that. No, actually. you surprised me. I know, right? It's shocking. But it's, um, so what actually happened is, I'm like, I'm gonna try and get up, and I'm sort of moving my legs, and then out of nowhere, this pair of whistling bastards started circling me. So they've got these, ward- <laughs> they've got these sort of stewards there. Oh, okay. Who kind of make sure nobody hurts themselves? Yeah. And so what they were doing was they made a sort of cordon sanitaire around me. To- <laughs> to kind of make sure that nobody could crash into With me while whistles. I was down. With whistles? Yeah, that was I think <laughs> drawing, drawing more attention to it. Yeah, so exactly. It was like, <laughs> I think I can stall this out. No, I can't because literally everyone in the bloody room can it's now down. see what's going on. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah,
0: and okay. so I, obviously I panicked and ended up falling over some more. And Yeah. Yeah, so that was, it was, it was not the most edifying experience. But I'll tell you what, I would go again. It was in spite of all of that. Yeah, it was quite a lot of fun.
1: All right, fair enough.
0: Um yeah, so there you go. Well,
1: we won't go uh, any further, but um yeah, that was this or that. So let's have some uh, music and then we'll get back to some science. All right, yeah, back to uh, science uh, talk. Um I did there was a couple of things I found out. Um that, like um you know, on the the research team came to me and okay. dumped me a few little nuggets, did they now? Yeah. So, yeah, um, some interesting facts. Before we go back to the questions, um, uh, you've heard, the, you've heard people say life, your life flashes before your eyes and stuff when you're in peril. Fact. Yeah, I've, I've heard this question. Apparently that's true. Is it? And apparently the reason is um, when you're in, a, um, in peril and you're you know, in a life-threatening situation, apparently your brain um, is actually searching back for your entire life, to look for a, a moment where that was similar to what you're experiencing now, to find the solution to the problem, so that you don't die. Which I thought was
0: scouring the old memory banks.
1: Yeah, I thought yeah. that was quite interesting. Um, another thing was: um, have you ever like nodded off in a chair or something, and then you suddenly jolt, like, yeah. become like you've been startled or whatever. Yeah, yeah,
0: Every, everyone. Kind of. I mean, whenever I mean, I get that most nights when I'm sort of just falling asleep. Yeah. You just your leg just suddenly goes. Like yeah, that. yeah, exactly. Um, apparently, that happens.
1: Uh, that's again another thing uh, from evolution. Apparently, from us once living in trees. Yeah. Apparently, that's us going. Oh fuck! I'm going to fall out of the tree because I've just fallen asleep in a place where I wasn't comfortable or meant to fall asleep. Yeah. So again. Way. Thought that was quite interesting. Mm, okay. um, the research team hasn't been idle. No, no, and uh, the last one, which I thought was quite a nice one, is um, I never knew this, but apparently the last thing that happens uh, just before you actually do pass away is uh, your brain releases all the endorphins in your body at the same time. The whole lot. So you get a feeling of euphoria so, yeah. just before you die. That's nice. I think that's quite comforting. That's, that's quite comforting. Yeah.
0: Isn't it? Unless you happen to die really quickly.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not, you know, one size fits all.
0: No. <laughs> but,
1: you know, it's something to, it's a little crumb of comfort. Right, at 1st isn't it? I felt worth sharing with our listeners. Um, all right, well, yeah. Um, back to the questions. Um, ben Nothing. Hey, Ben Nothing. Um, <laughs> would you rather have great sex um, with an unattractive robot Whilst maintaining eye contact the entire time, or be wanked off really badly and uncomfortably by a beautiful robot whilst maintaining eye contact the entire time. Good grief! <laughs> like I learnt. There's not a good answer to this. Not a good answer. No. But I could straight away say I'd rather go with the ugly robot so I'm not in pain because I mean getting a ferocious hand job from a robot that's
0: beautiful doesn't sound that appealing. I suppose the first one would be a bit more awkward, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. A really attractive robot, and they're doing a terrible job. <laughs> yeah, like, damn near ripping your cock off. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, but you'd have to pretend it's
1: yeah, because you're maintaining eye contact yeah, all yeah. the entire time, <laughs> like
0: trying to be polite. Like, There's well it. done. This is good show. Well done. <laughs> yeah. winching in pain. Yeah, no. I, I suppose on, on that, in that respect, that second one makes more sense, really, doesn't it? I think so. So there
1: you go. Yeah, we'd go with that one, Ben. Thanks for that weird question. I enjoyed it. Um, George Grimwood. Hey, George. Um, Thoughts on extraterrestrial life. If we can only account for 4% of the cosmos, isn't there a drastic probability that something else is out there?
0: Well, that is a thought, isn't it? It certainly is. Uh, I mean, I think one thing I would say to that is, well, I think there are several things, but the first thing I would say to that is that life as we know it on Earth requires a very, 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 very specific set of conditions in order to start occurring. Yeah, basically. absolutely. And I think the point is that those those conditions are so specific that the probability of them occurring is astronomically short, basically. Yeah. Or, I mean long, don't I? I mean yes. astronomically long yeah, yeah. odds. Um we're, so from, we're very lucky. Yes, yes, yes <coughs> we are. But from that point of view, um it tends to suggest that you know that tends to suggest that the probability of life on other worlds is actually improbable, like very improbable. Yeah. On the other hand, the universe uh is quite big. <laughs> yeah, it it's, just—it's very big, in fact. Um, so again, maybe that—that that, and it's getting not, bigger as well. Yeah, well, if you accept the Big Bang and all there. that. Um, so yeah, you know, that does tend to suggest that the odds are slightly didn't you, shorter. Didn't you mention something about infinity last this? time? Yeah, yeah. Well, there's an interesting thing actually because um, I don't. There was a, a, a few years ago, Horizon. Did did an episode about infinity? Yeah, I never and saw they, it. It's it's very interesting. It's on it's on the iPlayer, so you should. Uh, the iPlayer. The iPlayer. Yeah. How, it's any, just a, how it's many just, iPlayers are there?
1: No, it's just the way you said the iPlayer. The like, iPlayer. Like some old person that like you know. What oh, he's on the talking box. There's,
0: there's only one. The I, iPlayer. Are there several iPlayers that well, I don't most know people about. just say it's on iPlayer? Well, we'll they're saying it wrong. Well, no, you're it's you're the you're all fusty. That's. It's, you say, oh, it's on TV. Oh, people do say that, don't they? Yes. Oh, shit.
1: <laughs> anyway, back to infinity, old father time.
0: <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, yeah, Horizon did a, uh, an excellent documentary on it, which you can check out on iPlayer. Yeah, well done. <laughs> um, I think it's still there. About infinity. And they got a bunch of mathematicians and physicists and, and all the rest of it to, to talk about infinity. And it's a very difficult concept for a finite mind to entertain Mm. I think in fact I would say it's impossible to properly comprehend it as an idea yeah so um you know bearing that in mind the one thing that they did actually sort of point out during or somebody in the documentary pointed this out actually during 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 it that if you accept infinity as an idea if you accept the idea that the universe is actually infinite you're also then impelled to accept that every co- possible combination of events will happen at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, absolutely everything will occur. Anything. That's that's, that's the nature of infinity as a concept. So you know, it's it's demonstrated by the monkeys and the typewriters. Yeah, like yeah. Infinite monkeys, infinite typewriters. Eventually, will write the, the entire works of Shakespeare. Or, yeah. in, or ev- because they will, by definition, eventually write everything, mm-hmm. including that. Um, So one very interesting consequence of this idea, if you accept it, is that it means that in our universe, not even in a parallel universe, there is, by definition, another Earth. Yeah. With the exact same people on it. Yep. There's another Chris and another Drew doing the exact same bullshit podcast somewhere in the universe right now. (laughs) Do you think theirs is good, though? No. <laughs>
1: Why not? If everything's possible. Well, you know, maybe. Well, maybe there's another one. There'll be if 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 I accept the there's, infinity, then there's a there's a world where Chris and Drew are the most famous podcasters in the
0: world. Yeah, wouldn't that be horrible? <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, another interesting point is that you know there should there's also by definition someone doing exact the same podcast, another Chris and Drew somewhere out there in the infinite cosmos.
1: Yeah, that's a scary thought. Um, I don't want competition from other Chris and Drew's I doubt we're ever going to hear from them okay good
0: But uh, yeah don't listen to their podcast listeners no you don't want any interstellar counterfeits no we're the real deal we're the real deal yeah 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 and uh, yeah, so there's another George as well isn't there there is another George somewhere yeah yeah yeah
1: <laughs> one that hates wearing suits oh yeah that'd be weird I can't imagine that no I think uh, I've I've only seen George not wear a suit once. Good God. Yeah, he, he, was was wearing, he was wearing a hoodie once in the pub and I was like, what's going who's, on? Who's this? Yeah, exactly. What have you done with George?
0: Maybe he should wear hoodies more often.
1: Maybe, but you know,
0: each to his own. Quite yeah. like his suits. I do, I do. And his large mean, I, collection of tires. Yeah, but I've always found, yeah, you know, I personally, I speak for myself, I've always found suits quite uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, I do as well, and I don't pull he, off suits very well. Whereas he, George pulls it off quite yeah, well, I think.
0: I look damn good in a suit. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> all right, but we'd uh, all like to write our own reviews, well, really. Absolutely, I've, that's that's one I am writing. All right, fair enough. Um, but yeah, I don't, maybe we should maybe the final episode, we the cock off, we should wear suits. <laughs> who's got the nicest suit you me or George yeah that'll be the feature well, we, already know, the... we already know that George has got the nicest suit yeah well no suit, but so... the, the,
1: the feature could be oh uh, Liam I'm assuming we'll get Liam along again to film and stuff <laughs> we can get him to judge who's, who looks who's, the most dapper
0: who looks the most dapper yeah
1: and keep in mind we'll have all these cocktails so we'll be holding like martinis and that's true things well, like thing
0: that is my, my, I, only have, I only own one suit it's yeah. very. It's not really uh, an evening. It's not really evening wear. It's more sort of office wear. If that
1: Okay. Well, now you've said that, I actually take back my uh, my suggestion because I don't own a suit and I don't want to have to buy one for this. Go to Moss No thanks. Uh, <laughs> I think we should move on and do the final question. What's the final question then? Darren Packham. What was, sorry. What was the original question there? Um. Uh, uh, what. Your thoughts on extraterrestrial life? Oh
0: yeah. Um, well, you know, by definition, that other Chris and Drew are extraterrestrial. They're from another world. And there you go. So there you go. So, if you accept an infinite universe, yes, Chris and Drew Mark II will be visiting the Earth at some point in 2050. I don't know.
1: There you go. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, well, the final question. That okay. like
0: ultimate podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris super, and super Drew
1: cast. versus Chris and Drew. Yeah, that'd be good. Oh, imagine the cock off
0: with all four of us. Good God. And then it's like you know, they'd get on their spaceship to go home. Completely wanked. There's like, well, what for They muddle us up? It's like, hey, which one are you? Uh, I, don't, I don't even remember at this point. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, Maybe they
1: take, they'll take you, the other Chris will take you back with him. Yeah. And I'll be stuck, You'll with, be the stuck with the extraterrestrial,
0: extraterrestrial Drew. Drew. That'll be strange. And, and vice versa.
1: Yeah.
0: Um,
1: all right, well, the final question from Darren Packham is out of all the science fiction novels, movies, comics, etc., what piece of technology would you most like to see become a reality in our
0: lifetimes? Oh, there's lots to choose from, aren't there? There is. Um, I suppose in um, Isaac Asimov's foundation, uh, there's the Encyclopedia Galactica. Okay. Which is basically a, a, an encyclopedia, but with absolutely everything in it. Oh man, you'd love that, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people say, well, we've got that now, Wikipedia. Yeah right you know um but the the point with the encyclopaedia galactica was that uh it was um created in response to uh, a bloke whose name i think was harry seldon okay. this, this is all fictional it's not real so don't don't panic but harry seldon um was um a psychohistorian which is a field of inquiry that asimov uh, made up Compacted, okay. which with which you can make uh, fairly accurate predictions about the future.
1: Okay. Basically. That would
0: be handy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he predicted with his psychohistory that uh, civilization was going to go into a very, very steep decline in the coming centuries. Okay. And in order to prepare for it, uh, they would have to compile all of all worldly knowledge into a series of encyclopedias. I see, exactly. yeah. But it wasn't public access like Wikipedia is. No. And your Wikipedia is, obviously anyone can edit in the entire world. Mm. So you do get some fairly amusing acts of vandalism mm. in it. Like James Hetfield, like under occupation, <laughs> singer, songwriter, producer, guitarist, table. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's been I think it's been changed back now. But, yeah, uh,
1: brilliant though. Yeah, someone
0: with a sense of humour decided to add table. to it. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I am the table. Yeah,
0: if you're if you're not into Metallica, uh, that will mean absolutely nothing to you. But yeah. at some point in 2011, on a song, Hetfield started inexplicably bellowing, "I am the table." Yeah. Uh, and what makes it even funnier is that apparently he was reading it wrong. It was meant to be "I am the tablet," which <laughs> makes a bit more sense. But That's brilliant. Inexplicably, the bellowing table. the wrong word.
1: Yeah. Oh,
0: uh, brilliant. I am the table. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, I can really relate to that. Yeah, so you wouldn't get James Hetfield being a table in the Encyclopedia Galactica. No. Basically. I would kind of wish that you... Well, do you know
1: what? If we, did, if we did this until we were like 80, if we did this podcast, then maybe these podcasts could be...
0: In the Encyclopedia
1: Galactica. All the information that we mm. source. That'd be good, All the questions we... Half answer. Yeah. Well, let's let's look it up, <laughs> shall
0: we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It kind of defeat the object. Think, yeah, exactly. Them, but there's loads of good stuff in science fiction. There's uh, the Ansible in um, Ender's Game, which allows you to communicate with people telepathically over huge stellar distances.
1: Yeah. Which that would d- that would in turn solve our question of yeah. uh, extraterrestrial life.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Have a chat um, with
1: uh, Chris and Drew.
0: In Dune, there's the Still Suits, which are marvelous. And they are... It's basically a soup which... Well, in Dune, the planet, uh, the planet Arrakis, it's the entire planet's a desert, basically. Right. So there's no natural rainfall ever. Okay. So the people who live on Dune have to... You know, it's, it's so arid and so dry that water is actually pretty much legal tender. It's oh, the most okay. valuable thing on the planet, water. Right. Um, so basically, in order to preserve it Amongst the people who live in the desert, they wear these suits which uh, naturally reclaim the body's perspiration and whatnot, and allows the person wearing it to drink it back to keep their infinite water. Well, I mean, I think you do. I think the point of it was that still suits don't last forever. Okay. So, and you would very, very slowly dehydrate, but it would it really puts the brakes on it. Right. Basically, so the point is in. you know, with a still suit, you could last in the open desert for a couple of weeks, yeah. as opposed to a day or two. Yeah. Uh, um, could be useful. And in The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, there's loads of great stuff. All right. Like the Babelfish. The Babelfish. The Babelfish. The Babelfish. Do you ever read Hitchhiker's no. Guide to the Galaxy? You, you probably should. Okay. The Babelfish is a small fish, right? which uh, basically goes in a person's ear and just lives there. That sounds grim. It is, but uh, the, the effect of it is that for reasons that scientists couldn't figure out, the Babelfish, it eats spoken words right. and excretes them into the person's ear in their own language. Right. So you, if you've got a babel fish, you can literally understand everyone, everything. Anything oh, okay. Every every language instantly becomes uh, intelligible to you. And likewise, everyone can understand you if they've got one.
1: Oh, okay. Slightly so, creepy, but useful. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, and um, I think they... Uh, I think Douglas Adams made the point that the odds of um, something like the Babelfish coming out about naturally is so utterly improbable that it disproves the existence of God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It disproves it, which seems counterintuitive, but the argument apparently goes something like, God declares I exist, and uh, without faith I am nothing. Therefore... If I am if I if I am proved to exist, faith is meaningless and therefore I, I don't exist. Yeah. But then humanity says, Ah well, the babelfish is a dead giveaway. It's so useful it couldn't have come into existence. So it proves you exist, therefore you don't <laughs> fucking hell. Or something, something <laughs> like that. All this right. was very yeah, Douglas Adams was prone to these little flights of All right, well, out of, the rest um, of it. Out of all of those, which one would you pick? Uh the babelfish would probably be most useful right now, I think. Okay. So there you go.
1: All right, well that concludes our questions, so mm. it's uh, all that's left to do is, uh, er... Fable. Yeah, I need a wee. Oh, that's Sorry, dude. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
0: Well, you going to have to deal though, aren't you? going Woo! You
1: been them a I was tapping on my legs for a few minutes. Really? Yeah. Good, good, good. Well, I'm sure that that kept everyone happy. Okay, time for Jerusalem's fable music. Yeah,
0: So today we've got the snake and the countryman. All right, hit us with it. lay it on. So once upon a time, there was a snake Right. Uh, a snake who we shall call Arthur. okay, for the sake of this story. right I don't know what his right name was, but uh, does it really matter? No not <laughs> so, no okay, not in the fucking slightest. exactly. So uh, one day Arthur was you know milling about as a snake does. minding his own business going through the grass because I think that's where snakes tend to live yeah and uh, basically the uh, the, he uh, all of a sudden felt a jolt of pain coming up from his tail the end of his tail and he's like "Ah, that hurt and instinctively he sort of went round world round and nipped the uh, the offending thing that got him, because yep. he had, in fact, been trodden on. Oh, dear. Yes, exactly. And snakes tend to get a bit stroppy if you tread on them. Can I imagine so? Yeah, exactly. So, um, this, and he bit, bit, uh, bit the person's leg, mm. and, uh, Arthur being a poisonous snake meant that uh, this this person then died. <clears throat> oh dear. So Arthur was <clears throat> like, "Oh well, that that's deeply regrettable." <laughs> yeah. Because I don't think snakes bite people for fun. <laughs> no. Um, but you know, it was it was an automatic reflex. You know, yeah, yeah, I'm hardwired okay. for it. You know, I, it couldn't be helped. So yeah. off we went about this day, not knowing that uh, the leg. Belonged to a person who was the son of a local countryman. Okay. Yeah. It's like, oh, and the countryman, he was a bit ticked off about all this.
1: Understandably.
0: Absolutely furious. Yeah. You know, his son and heir dead because of a bloody snake. Yeah. So, uh, wrathfully, he went out and. uh, Went looking for this snake. Went looking for Arthur. Mm. Yeah, I should teach him a lesson. Yeah, yeah. Arthur, meanwhile, thinking, right, well, there's a, a lot of heat round here at the minute. <laughs> I need to uh, need to get myself out of here. He like, get myself to the Costa del Sol until everything <laughs> dies down a little bit. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, you know, which is a sensible policy, really, when you think about it. Yeah. And but then you know he uh, he uh, goes back to his snake house. Yeah. <laughs> With snakes live in houses, obviously. Yeah. As we all know. Uh, put his wallet, keys, phone, <laughs> put them in a little knapsack. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> just a knapsack around
1: his strap to his back because he hasn't really got a waist. Yeah. Well, he just or sort of back. Uh, he just
0: ties it with a piece of string. Right. And he, he sort of drags it along behind him. How's so. he? How's he tying it? Because he's magic. He's now a magic snake. Yeah. Why not? All right. A snake. Yeah. A talking snake called Arthur how could that not be magic alright fine you've got, you've got to think about these things before you jump in and interject you know? alright fine I didn't uh, know I was unaware yeah so Arthur gets his keys his wallet and his phone and he's like right I'm heading for the airport yep. so he goes to the cab rank and it's uh, a nervous wait for a black cab mm. or just any cab in fact yeah. so uh, well I'll jump in the first one that comes it'll cost an absolute fortune to get to Heathrow from here but uh, yeah. it's uh, needs must when the devil drives as they say yep and a uh, cab rolls up. Ah, oh, thank goodness! Right, let's get out of here. And just that, uh, just that moment, the countryman comes round the corner with a bloody great machete. Oh dear, Arthur, stop! <laughs> yeah, you're under arrest. And uh, he's like, oh, I'm getting on the cab, and you can't stop me. So the countryman <laughs> runs up with his great machete. Yeah, swings. Uh, gets the end of his tail locks it clean off and also takes the wallet and the keys yeah. with the, with the uh, little bag <laughs> yeah. that with him. right I'll keep that you can have your tail Yeah. Oh, it's not much bloody use to me now is it no uh, uh, this is revenge uh, Arthur revenge for uh, killing my son Yeah. well it was a bit of, Yeah, it was an accident but so I, well, I don't care <laughs> no. I don't care that was just an accident. There, no, it wasn't. You, were, you fucking bastard! You attacked me with a machete. No, I didn't. I well, right. like, obviously you did. Said, no, 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 no. I uh, was running along, holding it, and I happened to fall over <laughs> in the exact spot where you were standing. Yeah, it sounds yeah, dodgy to me. In the course of events, you may have lost your tail. I don't dispute this, but wasn't wasn't act wasn't pre planned. No malicious intent. It's like driver, what do you make of this? Says Arthur. And the driver says. I'm terribly sorry my glasses fell off as this was happening I didn't see, <laughs> didn't see anything how uh, yeah. much good you are
1: yeah.
0: so after that they kind of went their separate ways and Jake uh, jake he's not called Jake he's called Arthur <laughs> yeah, well, Jake the Snake Jake the Snake <laughs> Arthur was like well it's time to raise the stakes a little bit I think no. so the countryman had uh, quite a lot of cattle had sheep oh, yeah. had a cow and some horses I expect sure. probably it's like, right, I'm going to wreak my terrible vengeance here. So he goes around, nips a bunch of them. Dead cattle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And horses and cows and all the rest of it. Mm. And uh, this is bad news for the, the countrymen because obviously it eats into his bottom line. Yeah. You know. So, right, any snake you see, he says to everyone. Give it a good macheteing. <laughs> Chop as many bits off as you can. Yeah. Um All that uh, war. Yeah, exactly. It just escalates and escalates and escalates yeah, and eye eventually. For an eye. Yeah, exactly. And eventually Arthur and the countrymen say, This is ridiculous, it's costing us a lot of time and money, this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so uh this can't be can't be helped. So uh they they, they arrange a parley. Mm-hmm. Meet under a banner of truce. Okay. There's Countryman Arthur, well we ought to maybe we ought to just stop this. This is just so silly now, and the countryman says yes, i so I quite agree well oh, good i'm glad I'm glad you feel the same way so um I said, well you know as an act of, as a show of good faith you know if you uh if you promise to uh if you promise to stop nipping the cattle um you can have your wallet and your keys. And your phone's back. Yeah. There may be a little less money in your wallet. <laughs> but I can guarantee your cards are still in there and we didn't use the cards. Yeah. And we've not written down the numbers or anything like that, so don't worry about it. Didn't beat his top snor- top score on snake. That Arthur wouldn't play snake. Why not? it reminded him of the time when he had a tail, for one oh, thing. Oh man, yeah, fair point. Yeah. Do snakes eat apples anyway? And do they and do it... they do they cause snakes to grow at an exponential rate?
1: <laughs> God, who knows, possibly. Uh, yeah.
0: Uh, anyway uh, we've deduced from this conversation that uh, Arthur was using a 3310 then <laughs> yeah there you go but that was the one with the snake on it wasn't it
1: yeah and the 3210 and the 3210 wow details details yeah I know. Um, anyway
0: um, yes so they, well, they agree to these terms oh that's good excellent so uh, so the countryman says well hopefully can we uh, maybe can we forget this has all happened and uh, Arthur says, Nay. Uh, we can't. We can, you know. You may forgive the loss of your son, but you'll never forget it. Hmm. And I may forgive the loss of my tail, but I cannot forget it. Yeah. And apparently that's the fable. <laughs> I really don't know what H. H. H, H <laughs> up, was uh, yeah. driving at with this one, but them's the brakes, folks. I You're can, growing a, a dislike for yourself, are not you? No, I didn't know Aesop. He could have been a lovely bloke for all I know. No. Um, but, you know, that one really didn't go anywhere for me. <laughs> no, fair enough. Yeah, you know, for one thing, Aesop's fables just aren't funny. Yeah, well, neither were your jokes. Well, I was going to say, I was going to say, I think they were quite a lot funnier, actually. Oh, OK. well, Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. In fact, I think we should put it to, to a vote um, public vote. No, right? I just
1: think we should do more fables with asses in it. I did offer you one with a cock, but... You've got cocks and asses on the (laughs) road. (laughs) Hey, there's, you know, there's room for comedy where those things are concerned. Yeah. Um, well. Well, if you want to put it to... If anyone does want Andrew's joke back, then fine, then let us know, but I wouldn't hold your breath, mate.
0: Well, I think we should give people a binary choice, because as last year has proven when you give the public a binary choice they always seem to get exactly the right decision with <laughs> absolutely no disastrous repercussions whatsoever so settle, settle. yeah current political hot potatoes anyway um, so what I was going to say is yes yeah, we should say people would you prefer the jokes which were amazing or the fables which admittedly are quite lacklustre oh
1: really not that I'm trying to sway you or anything I'm being yeah, completely yeah. neutral well, you can you can put the word out for that because I don't agree to this. Okay, I will. I don't need it. No. All right. Well, that's uh,
0: that's been the end of
1: um... science. Science episode. Now this
0: is going to be a bit nervous, nerve wracking. This point. Yeah, because means...
1: this is the point last time where my phone and science failed us. Yes, we
0: pressed stop. We hit save, and it didn't save. It fucked up It just forever binned it. So hopefully you'll get to hear all of this.
1: Uh, at some point. At some
0: point, yeah. If not well we're not doing it twice is quite enough yeah Yeah, we're we're not doing the
1: science episode if it doesn't work this time but hopefully you'll have just heard it all
0: so if not good luck and godspeed yeah see you on the other side man Yeah. stay wordy again with the stay wordy